whoever is bitten by a werewolf and lives becomes a werewolf himself. Oh, don't hand me that. You're just wasting your time. The wolf bit you, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Bang on Time is the Paranormal Podcast. Yeah, we're drinking tea today as well, because it's, yeah. well, it's, it's not midday yet, it's 10 to 11. And I'll tell you what I'm definitely not doing, definitely not working from home, pretending to work from home. Ah, yeah. you, bloody, you bloody cheeky monkey. Don't care, mate. Hey. So yeah, we're back. It's no, been, you, uh, you have got to work, so we better rattle through no, this. Right, yeah. Yeah, so unfortunately we've missed our two-week marker again, but uh, we now we can't. This time is no excuse. We're just There's too no busy, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too much going on. And we've discovered a new pub quiz. Yeah. Um, tr- tragically, uh, <laughs> we uh, used to this pub quiz. We started off. It was supposed to be. Is this uh, paranormal? Oh right, I don't know. <laughs> just saying that uh, you know it used to be a nice way to ease <clears> us into <throat> a Monday. We just go to this quiz, have a couple of pints. Obviously that slipped into like being the heaviest night of the week so yeah we had a six month break from it and that started again so that that is basically from going out on a sunday night it has wrecked everybody till about tuesday lunchtime here the sad sad effect of aging i was so battered yesterday at work but um i don't think anyone noticed because i didn't really have a lot on anyway shout out to my boss dave who's probably listening <laughs> oh yeah i thought you worked from home yesterday no, I worked from ITV yesterday. Oh, right. I just sat there with my hands for the first 20 minutes. No, I didn't do it. I was all right. I wasn't as bad as you, but I'm not I'm not anywhere near as old as you, am I? So. Ah. Watch out with that cup, because you keep putting it down right near the mic. Oh, right. I'll put it down here. Yeah, so anyway, what was this podcast about? Right, well, we're going to tackle the subject of werewolves today, which is it's like probably one of the biggest paranormal entities out there, and uh, it's weird that it's took us quite a while to get around to it but we have been doing some of the bigger subjects so i think in the coming weeks we'll probably be starting to whittle down to like the kind of less well-known stuff like the fucking beast of bishop (laughs) stortford but yeah werewolves is the one today and they've got a rich and illustrious background that doesn't go back to as far back as you might think really what 1986 was it no the first really widely reported wolf case, like the case of a wolf killer, was a French one in the 18th century called Le Bête de Javardin. Oh, so always make it sound more interesting, doesn't it? Even though that's basically like a hairy man wolf. Yeah. Say so in French, it excites women. <laughs> why, why, why do you have to bring women into it? No, because I'm just saying, I think the werewolf is, is an interesting one, like the, the paranormal stuff. It's like vampires, it's like... And as we were going to talk about the film we watched, women aren't repulsed from it. In fact, the opposite. They yeah, they find love it. it they yeah. find it exciting. Yeah, they love a bit of it. What beast. do you think it is, though? Especially those, those like, weird French women. Although they weren't being excited. And just to add as well, this wasn't a werewolf. It was a, it was a wolf. Um, so it's an area in France called Gévaudan. And Le Bet means the beast. So, obviously, that means the beast of Gévaudan. Um the number of victims differs according to different sources. In 1987, one study estimated 
that there have been 200 atta- 210 attacks in three years, resulting in 113 deaths, uh, including loads of children. Bloody hell. Yeah. Um, so this was like, uh, this it feeds into this lone wolf idea, which is where this werewolf myth kind of come from. Wolves are pack animals. So when you see a lone wolf, it normally means that either they're injured or they're old, or people thought they were werewolves, like kind of just gone off the rails a little bit and been chucked out of their village and have just started like prowling around attacking people. I think if you, whether you saw like six wolves together or like one, you'd probably still be a bit like, uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look yeah. out. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, I'm a bit of a lone wolf. No, you're not. You're just lonely. Uh. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so, it's easy. Sometimes it's easy to confuse yeah, the two. It's a really big difference. Yeah, right. Um, so after a while, anyway, these these peasants and that were getting killed. It's important to remember that in like rural France in this time, they obviously didn't um, they obviously didn't like, have the internet or telly or anything. So they didn't really know. What do they do then? What do they, they do? Just like turnips and shit. They didn't yeah. really know what was going on in the rest of the world. Wolves were the apex predator in Europe for many, 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 like, thousands of years. They were actually more... They didn't really attack humans that much because they were more like rivals to us. But as we gradually more and more encroached on their territory, they became more like pests, which led to, like, domestication. Like, they'd attack farm animals and stuff like that. So it became this thing that we demonised them. Stuff like... And stuff that doesn't really help the wolf is things like they used to find them on battlefields when they used to have a lot of land wars in Europe, like a lot of really bloody battles. They used to find them like eating people's intestines on battlefields and stuff like that. So obviously that's not going to... Nice one, lads. Yeah, that's not really going to... It's not going to endear you to the hearts of the nation. No, no, not really. You know, those people are dead, you know? So I mean... No, no, it's sad. Yeah, but they, they didn't really look at it like that, did they? To a wolf, to my wolf breeders, that's just luncheon. Yeah, it's just a bit of grub, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, this Le Bête de Javardin, um, a lot of people thought it was just one wolf. It might have been a couple, might have been a few. But anyway, after a while, the king, Louis Fifteenth, it was at the time, everyone in Paris was like, have you heard what's fucking going on down there? There's a fucking wolf going around just, like, eating everyone. It's like the equivalent of us in London, like, just hearing about some wolf going around eating people in, like, Cornwall or something like that. It wouldn't be that bothered. Yeah, I wouldn't give a shit. It's, I mean, yeah. it, you know, it's, it's hardly... It'd be a nightmare for it to get up here from Cornwall. Yeah, it takes take absolutely ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then people are, like, more dotted about in Cornwall, so it'd probably be harder to get a load... Do you know what I mean? If a wolf just went mental in London, it'd be... Good for surfing down there for him, though. I wouldn't you'd eat in someone. Yeah, I don't know if they'd really go surfing. What, wolves? There. Yeah. Why not? Well, because <laughs> it's expensive to get the boards and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you get wolf wetsuits either. Oh, you can get them, boy. All right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, anyway, Louis the Fifteenth sent um, Jean-Charles-Marc-Antoine Vermissel de Naval down to kill this wolf in February 1765, with eight bloodhounds who had been trained how to kill wolves. Bloody hell. Yeah. What was it, so what was this guy, why him then? Was he like known as like the wolf like, killer or yeah, something? Yeah, he was like the royal hunter or whatever, or some like... Do you reckon he was just walking around with these eight bloodhounds, just in a shop, and someone went, all right, mate, and he went, 
oh yeah 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 and he went oh you got eight blood hands there and he went yeah like oh you know I wouldn't be without him like and then someone went they, w- w- they wouldn't get hold of a what would they do if they got hold of a wolf and he went oh they'd batter it man. <laughs> look at it and then someone went oh what are you doing Sunday week oh not that much like a bit quiet at the minute yeah do you want to sort this wolf out down there? Do you reckon? Yeah, I mean... How much do you reckon you got charged? He got paid quite a bit for how it. How much do you reckon you'd invoice for someone saying... Well, you'd travel for starters. Well, to kill a wolf? Yeah, like a... at 200 people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well... Thousands. I, I'd, I'd invoice a day rate, and yeah. then if I got him, just like Quint does, in Jaws. Which is, funnily enough, I'm going to come on to Jaws in a minute. Yeah. So, let me just tell you this. So he started in February, did fuck all, got replaced in June of the same year. He had a wicked run on it then. Yeah, yeah he had a while. Oh, he had a while. They gave him a chance. You know, it's not like Premier League manager, like, give him a month that's and four, fucking get rid of him. That's four months. Yeah, yeah, he must have been. Do you reckon he was just, like, sat in a, in a, <laughs> in a hut in the middle of the woods, just, like, smoking bongs, just going, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah any time now, lads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just sat, at a, sat in a cafe. Yeah. He got replaced in June 1765 by Francois Antoine, who killed a load of wolves, but then he killed one that was a bit bigger than all the others. So he said, right, this is definitely it. All the locals said, yeah, that's him, that's definitely him. The mayor, or whatever it was at the time, said, yes, that's it. And they declared everywhere safe. Basically... This was an 18th century version, land-based version of Jaws. They stuffed it, sent it to Versailles, where it was paraded around, and he got given a load of money. So that was like job done. Brilliant. Wicked. What, they don't know? No, no, no. Then in December, loads more people started getting eaten Mm. by massive wolves. Nightmare. Two years later... This wolf was still eating people. (laughs) What the fuck was going on? A local boy by the name of Jean Chastel uh, shot a massive wolf and found a load of humans inside it. That was when they decided, yeah, that's 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 the wolf. That's the wolf. What loads of what? Just loads of skulls and stuff. Loads of just human remains and shit was found inside it. But. This, I'm telling you the story of La Bête de Javardin. You can read about it and stuff. Oh, hang on, that's my fucking doorbell going. This is madness. Yeah, well, that's the doorbell thing it's not, sorted out. It's not Piccadilly Circus in here, fella. Yeah, I know, it's mental. If it's not the phone ringing, <laughs> someone from your work asking you <laughs> what you're doing. Why aren't you answering your phone? Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you know what? I don't need it, mate. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, anyway, I'm telling you about this La Bête de Javardin because... It's the origin of the whole silver bullet myth. In the 1970s, for some reason, some people, researchers, made up that this hunter, Jean Chastel, shot this wolf with a silver bullet. And there's, there's simply no evidence at all from the records at the time that he used a silver bullet. So no one knows where that kind of myth came from. You, you haven't started talking yet about uh, this wolf being a man. You're still on about wolves. Just normal wolves. Yeah, because well, yeah, it wasn't a man, was it? Oh, right. You know there's no such thing as a werewolf. What? It was just, I mean, just people were saying uh. it was because it was so mental. Like, Imagine, like, wolves have, like, been really persecuted over the years, haven't they? Yeah. That's what I'm already starting to feel just from looking into all this stuff. Yeah, a little bit, yeah, yeah. 
they're like the fox of like the because foxes get the same thing don't they not uh, yeah i guess so not as much foxes are the you know foxes are, are the most widespread land mammal in the world wolves have suffered a huge decline in the last kind of few hundred years. They, they were killed off in England in, I think it was like, I think it was the 16th century we saw our last wolf was killed off. So being being a large predator that's more of a rival to man, they, they got it a lot more badly than foxes. Foxes would have never competed with us for food. They'd go around eating little things like mice and stuff. But, and babies' heads. Yeah, and babies' heads, yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Wolves probably had a lot more fatal attacks by wolves in the last few hundred years. Although there's been no fatal wolf attacks in North America and Europe put together in the last three decades reported. So a definitely, definitely a reputation that they don't deserve. Although it feels like a cliche, doesn't it? Saying, oh, they're so misunderstood, man. <laughs> yeah. so another... They are still massive predators yeah. and they st- they batter you. I still wouldn't take one to a carvery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they would, they would batter you. I mean, they'd get their money's worth out of it, wouldn't they? Yeah, I should th- yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, it's like it... people who say like all this stuff about like snakes and things like that and like, oh, they're, they're more scared of you than you are of them. And, no. Like, like no. you know, <laughs> all that aside... Um, you know, nasty bastards. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, crush, crush you as soon as look at you. No, but I respect them for that. I don't think I don't think nasty is an adjective you could ascribe to any animal, really. No, right. To be honest, I'm not going to have to. Uh, I'm going to have to change that advert I've put out then. The thing about wolves, though, that the the whole lone wolf thing is is a bit of a rarity because they are they're obviously pack animals. They're dogs. They they have to hunt in packs. They're not like Big cats can hunt and bring down prey. They do it in in groups as well, big cats, but they can do it on their own because they can bring stuff down on their own. They've got huge, sharp teeth and they've got these amazing retractable claws, razor-sharp retractable claws. Wolves, being from the canine family, they don't have retractable claws, so they're pretty blunt. So they have to just batter a bit of prey to get it down that's why they have to just jump on it in packs and just like bring it down so what you're saying is right wolves um... do you know how wolves got into europe you know they originated in america in what yeah. we would know now call the north americas do you know, yeah. how they, do you know how they got into europe back of a van no they emigrated to europe over ice bridges what yeah they just walked, walked over a load of ice bridges and then they were like fucking hell so Anyway, I did allude a little bit to this silver bullet thing. Oh, yeah. Which is... Werewolves are quite a modern myth. And it's really famously the guy who wrote The Wolfman, a guy called Kurt Siodmark. I don't know how to pronounce that. It's S-I-O-D Mark. Siodmark, I'm going to say. He's widely ascribed to have made up this silver bullet Myth, and this is a film that we watched this week, by the way, The Wolfman, nineteen forty-one, starring Lon Chaney, directed by Harry re- Wagner. Highly recommended. If yeah, you, if you're having trouble sleeping. But let me just tell you this, though: if I said to you, the guy who wrote The Wolfman made up the silver bullet myth, yeah, what would you say? What's the one glaring thing wrong with that? I'd say like maybe he had like some sort of like he sold silver bullets as a sideline or something. No, think about the film. Remember, we watched uh, the film only last week. Oh, they don't shoot anyone in it. Exactly. Uh. Yeah. So he invented the thing that 
it can be killed with silver. The wolf, the werewolf in the Wolfman, is famously brought down twice by being battered with a cane with a bit of silver on the end of it, and like really brutally battered as well. Yeah. Uh, but he did invent the silver, the silver thing, which is kind of and obviously 1941. You know, going on for 100 years ago now, so that's been rattling around for a while. He did invent the classic. Even a man who is pure in heart and says his prayers by night may become a wolf when the wolfbane blooms and the autumn moon is bright. Jesus. He invented that. That's mental, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good, I mean, it's, it's a nice couple of bars, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's nice to see, for once, like, people saying, like, even these god squadders, you know, can be responsible for horrible things. Yeah, yeah, you know I mean, I mean? It's, yeah, it's rare, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, rare. Yeah, I'll, I'll attack all religion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Right. No one is safe. So let's talk about this Wolfman movie yeah. then, shall we? So, um, wasn't the worst one we've watched on this. Uh, kind of, um, it, I mean... <laughs> what a fucking review that is. <laughs> it was what, funny. What, what is widely believed to be one of the the forefathers of modern horror or it's not the worst one we've seen let me remind you we've watched Loch Ness starring yeah. Ted Danson on this yeah well, we watched Harry and the Endersons that every week and we watched that fucking Rapture film mm. from that Rapture film yeah but yeah. they've all been good in their own little way yeah so let's let me start so this one starts off you've got a son coming home to see his dad he hasn't seen for ages his dad is two years older than him <laughs> yeah played, played right. memorably by Claude Rains who people have recognised from Casablanca and The Invisible Man so the dad obviously he alludes to you know them there being a bit of distance between them and he's kind of like let's not be reserved anymore son and then they share a cold handshake yeah. to celebrate um, this newfound thing um, and then uh, we get the next thing we see they've got a massive for whatever reason They've got a massive telescope in this house. It is a nice house. He had it. He basically, he was really lucky that the dad was really lucky that in, within the first minute of the film, he had a huge telescope delivered, and it just so happened that his son Lon Chaney had said, "Oh yeah, believe he didn't know anything about him. He'd fucked off for years and years." And he said, "Yeah, I worked. I worked." Um, in an optics company for quite a while. So it was really lucky that this telescope turned up and they just put it together. And yeah. it, and I was thinking, oh, here we go. Massive kind of plot device here. They're going to put it together and look into the sky and see the moon. Yeah. And the moon's going to be really big and they're going to be like, oh, that's mental. There's loads of wolves about. All he did was it with this powerful telescope that lets them gaze into the heavens and, you know, admire the endless beauty of the stars. As soon as his dad leaves the room, he starts perving at the girl, like, <laughs> So he put, yeah, he points it at the local pub and then this girl is working in a shop who is very tidy. Um, so <laughs> next thing, he's at, right, he's, home, he's visiting dad, not that much to do. Um, you know, he's a hot, red-blooded male. He's straight down this shop, have a chat with this bird. Now... If I had been spying on a girl with a telescope, which isn't <laughs> isn't out of the rounds, I mean, yeah. I'd never be able to afford a telescope. Yeah, but... and you wouldn't be able to work it. You get really annoyed with it yeah. and break it, and then go, oh fucking hell! Then ring them and try and get a refund, and then they'd yeah. say no, and then you'd end up ringing your dad and crying. Shut up! Yeah, so <laughs> that would all happen. But so maybe like uh, we got some binoculars around somewhere. We had for a prop years ago. So whatever reason, I'm looking at a girl on binoculars, right? Then I'm going to go in and I'm going to have a chat with her. I would not, probably not mention that I'd been perving on her. 
through um, a viewing device. Yeah. But no messing about with this guy. He basically tells her that he's seen her wearing these other earrings before because he's been looking at her. Um, she, bizarrely, finds it quite interesting and is weirdly attracted to him. Um, to the point where... <laughs> yeah, He, he weird, won't say yeah. no for an answer. Arranges to meet her after work and then ends up going for a walk with her and a really fit mate into yeah. some woods. I mean, it's... It, it's... Or even for... Even for you, it was quite uncomfortable blue, like viewing the level of harassment this guy was like... Yeah. ...going yeah. to on this woman... Yeah, <laughs> and I'm someone who has is, is basically, um, <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> I'm not a pervert. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to say go on. Uh, I, d- I don't know where I'm going with this, but I was basically saying this guy will not have no for an answer from this lady. I mean, I've, I, you know, to be honest, I'm not that aggressive. You have no option for an answer. Before. Yeah, no, I, it's often I'll just not get an answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so anyway... He goes to a fortune teller, because there's a load of gypsies in town, Yeah, with this really fit girl and her really fit mate. Now, the really fit mate goes into the fortune teller, and he says, basically, I'll oh, let skank her and like, walk off, because he wants to try and get off with this woman. Who told him she's engaged, by the way. Oh, yeah, she's yeah, engaged. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, this poor woman who's on her own with Bela Lugosi who plays the gypsy fortune teller. He's sat there, he's putting the card... Imagine you're a, a gypsy fortune teller and he puts the cards out in front of you. you got all these, like, pictures, you don't really know what they mean and stuff like that. Now, when a fortune teller breaks down and puts his hand, head in his hands, <laughs> that's rarely a good sign, is it? No, probably start cancelling your direct debits. <laughs> You've had it. Yeah. So she runs out distressed for whatever reason they all end up lost on the moors and they get attacked by a huge werewolf yeah and he quick thinkedly thinkedly quick think in an act of quick thinking he takes the cane that he's just bought off this fit girl and batters this wolf to death with it well batters him yeah and then wakes up the next morning with a load of cops at his house saying that the gypsy's been murdered and your cane's there with your fingerprints all over it. This guy's been back in his dad's estate for a day. He's, start, he's been sexually harassing a girl. Then he took it, her and her mate down into a abandoned field with a load of weird gypsies. And then he ended up battering a dog to death with a stick and being caught up in, like, a brutal murder as well. He's been back for a day. <laughs> Probably should have just stayed in last night, mate. Yeah. Um, everyone's very relaxed as well in their attitude to this uh, unfortunate gypsy's death. Like his dad's friends are kind of saying to him, you know, you stay here and have a rest today. You've been through a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about what about the other guy? But Oi, All I'm saying is if he would have battered one of the white pub owners to death with oh, a stick, they probably wouldn't have been that relaxed about it. Big time, big yeah, time. Yeah. L to pay. But yeah. as it is, you know, it kind of... Uh, the only one who really sort of seriously thinks about what's happened is is this guy because he and he's been bitten as well hasn't he so he's been bitten by the wolf yeah yeah in, um, the, in the kerfuffle which claude rains alludes to and says he it was dark it was very dark 
in the confusion, the gypsy was killed. <laughs> oh, Imagine God. that. All right, case closed. Yeah. Next. Yeah, but that's probably what would happen. Yeah. The judge would say, right, yeah, misadventure. Um, let him let him go. Uh, how's your telescope? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, basically, this guy then, uh, well, and it's quite a harrowing thing to realise, he's, he's aware what he's become a werewolf. Um, and there doesn't seem to be any cure for it. No, he just keep. He basically just keeps it covered up. Goes mental. Tells this woman. Oh, we're not going to give away any spoilers, but this film is an hour long. It stood the test. Like I'd say, the acting and like the atmosphere and the sets, especially, have stood the test of time. It's got that real gothic, old school, like Universal. Very. They're very obviously sets, but they're very kind of arty. Lon Chaney, bless him, cannot act for toffee. Claude Rains is really good in it. He's always good. He gets the lion's share of the brilliant lines. These cops are pushing his son for an answer because he's battered a gypsy to death. And they're yeah. like, oh, come on, mate. I know you own half the town, but can you just uh, come on? We just need something. <laughs> and he goes, you policemen are always in such a rush as if dead men don't have all of eternity. <laughs> and they just go, all right, <laughs> just leave. Go and have a couple of donuts. Yeah, nice one. Um, yeah, it's really, it's really good. I think the only thing that most, even the most hardcore classic horror apologists would accept that the wolf looks a bit shit, doesn't it? It's just a bloke standing up. In a yeah, but I, I quite liked it because, um, you, you know, all this, as I was said about earlier about the, this Twilight stuff and Teen Wolf and all that. You weren't saying anything about Twilight or Teen Wolf. Well, Anyway, you were thinking it. You this sexualisation of like werewolves and stuff. If you turned into a werewolf, you would just be like just a really like hairy bloke. Like you're not gonna like you wouldn't suddenly get really ripped and stuff. You'd like you'd just be yourself, but like sharper teeth and loads of hair and that. Yeah, but you're supposed to turn into into a wolf. And Lon Chaney was just walking around on two legs with a load of hair on him. I thought that but that was what it would be though. You'd still be a bloke. You just like a it's like you're a mishmash of the two. No, it's not well I mean that's what those films suggest, but in mm. all the like folklore and stuff like that, um and in more recent horror films, you just do turn into a wolf. Like American Wolf in London, he just turns into a wolf, like a massive wolf. Which is much more scary than Lon Chaney with a load of hair glued to his face. Yeah, but arguably not as funny. No, it's nowhere near as funny, no. So, my last word on that film would be the fact that, like, he, he eventually decides he's going to leave. And as, yeah. as you said <laughs> earlier, the, uh, the dad says, he says, I'm going away. The dad says, why? Like, How long have you got, mate? <laughs> I mean, since I've been here, I've witnessed the murder, battered another man to death with a cane... I've received life-altering injuries that see me likely to attack anyone who comes close to me for the rest of my natural life. <laughs> oh, it's been brilliant. <laughs> Let's do it every year, mate. Let's start wrapping this up. Yeah, well, We've been I've talking got, for half an hour. I've got this, just this one thing that I want to read to you, this is, and this will be it from me, but I, I did a little look into werewolf legends um, from around the world, as you did. Um, mine is not going to be as um, intellectually stimulating but th this is to me was one of the weirdest things that i that i'd ever read so this is basically th this is another tale right it's kind of like a, a a fairy tale but about werewolfism so this is the story right lycanthropy so a soldier 
stated that this story happened to his grandfather. His grandfather went into the forest to cut wood with a friend and a third man. Yeah, that sounds pretty normal. Fair enough. There was something strange about the third man. Was the third man not his mate then? No. There was something strange about the third man, but the grandfather couldn't tell what it was. After they'd done their job... Was was he walking out (laughs) on all fours howling at the moon? (laughs) Yeah. With his baby's skull in his mouth. I couldn't put my finger on it. After they'd done their job, the woodcutting, and became tired, the third man recommended they take a nap. Now, all right. Right, hang on. You might be out with, like, (laughs) someone might say, like, do you know what I mean? Oh, I'm going to have a nap when I get in, or, oh, I feel a bit tired. (laughs) I've never been anywhere with, like, when someone's gone, should we all, I tell you what, should we all lie down and have a nap? I'm instantly thinking. That's weird, even when you're at work, but let me just say, I don't know if Scott Mason listens to this podcast, but he used to work at a farm with all these lads life in yeah. the third year of uni they used to work on this daffodil farm and at lunch everyone else would just like sit in the field you know talk about girls talk about getting out getting pissed maybe have a yeah, little yeah. kick about scott used to go to a barn and lie down and go to sleep <laughs> for an hour i mean in a way you kind of have to salute him i mean he was like a ho like a hobo in 1920s <laughs> america <laughs> just keeping off a day on the ranch yeah. so Anyway, so the grandfather obviously finds this weird. He pretends to fall asleep, but keeps his eyes slightly open. He was keen to find oh, the reason behind the third man's strange behaviour. I'm on. straight away thinking rape is hang about on. to happen. Yeah, because that's all anyway. you think. If you buy Twix, <laughs> all you think he's rape. Yeah. The third man looked to see if the other two men were sleeping. When he was certain they were, he put on or took off a belt and became a wolf. But he didn't resemble a natural wolf. He looked rather different. And then he ran off to a nearby field. He ambushed a pregnant female horse. (laughs) What? And devoured it completely. He then came back. He took off or put on his belt and lay down again in human form, nearing the others. So the granddad's there with his eyes slightly open, just going, <laughs> like this. The third man um, then complains about having a stomachache. He's just at a prey. <laughs> he's just, he's yeah. just at a horse and a horse's fetus. Yeah, that's... Anyway. Yeah. As they, uh, as they enter... The town gate. You got any Rennies, mate? (laughs) So they're returning to the town, right? As they enter the gate of the town, so the grandfather's obviously been brewing on this the whole way back. As they get into the town, he whispers in this bloke's ear, when one devours a whole horse. But before he could finish, this guy interrupts him and says, if you'd said this to me in the forest, you wouldn't be here to say this now. (laughs) (laughs) So he's basically saying to him, what did you say this to my face earlier, mate? <laughs> yeah, because I would have ate you. Yeah. <laughs> After I'd finished chowing down on that pregnant horse, I would have battered you, mate. <laughs> and that... Is that not the best story you've Is that ever it? Heard? That is it. That is it. So what happened then? That's it. Nothing. You d- Like, that's it. You don't know. What's this... What do you mean? I, ma- I imagine he didn't get any more work with them. I bet you... Why is he chopping wood with a guy he doesn't know any... Are they, like, workmates, or...? Well, maybe they just... They needed an extra hand, and this guy was around for work. But, like... <laughs> imagine that. On your lunch break. <laughs> you have a nap. You're there. You're kind of, like, half oh, sleeping. <laughs> this new guy. who you think, oh, he's a bit weird. <laughs> Hang on. What's he doing? Was he going to get a paper or something? No, he's... Hang on. He jumped over a wall into that field... <laughs> Is that horse... Is that the pregnant horse? Yeah, well... 
He's, oh, <laughs> he's eating it. That is fucked up. He's devoured it. Then he comes back, kicks it off all the way home. He goes, oh, I've got a stomach ache. <laughs> But then you leave it until you, and rightly so, leave it until you've got a bit of backup till you nearly get home. <laughs> Just before you're going into your flat, you go, oh, yeah, I saw you meet your horse, mate. <laughs> you go in, shut the door. <laughs> this guy's outside going, say it to my face, fella. <laughs> what, you say I had a female horse? Come down here and say it to my face, brother. Ah, uh, I just... It's magic. Well, we need a film on that. Absolutely then, we? magic. And that's it. And this, this website, if anyone else wants to look at that, it's called historicmysteries.com. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I recommend anyone. The, I mean, the others aren't as good as that, obviously. But I mean, what is better than that? I, I just... It's just quite... It, it's quite everything. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely everything. Brilliant. So that's about it then for me, really. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah we're... This is the longest podcast since the first one we did. Yeah, it's we mental. Been, you probably, I'll probably, probably yeah. cut this down a bit, actually. Yeah. Um, but that was our werewolf podcast. I don't know if we got to the bottom of anything, really. We just... No. Yeah. Well, I don't think people listen to us. Well, I don't think people listen to us, but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they come here to learn anything, do they? And, and, basically, and you did say within the first 20 seconds that werewolves don't exist... So really... I can um, say that in the first 20 seconds of any of these podcasts. So. That's what upsets me about them a bit. I just think, you know, it's nice to think that, well, maybe they do, you know? Why are you putting your laptop away? Well, because I'm probably going to have to go to work. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. Yeah, all right, well, we'll sign off there anyway, but um, we'll be back. Well, we'll probably do another Halloween one in a couple of weeks. Oh, uh, we? yeah. Yeah, and so we'll that- watch Halloween this year. We should maybe think about... We should do some sort of live thing for Halloween or something. I don't know. No. All right. <laughs> no, because it's just... It's embarrassing when you only get, like, three people listening live. Uh, yeah, all So, right. yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll just... Work, I mean, we'll just wear a witch's hat each. Yeah, all right, yeah. Yeah, all right. Nice one. All right. See yeah, you later. Bye. Right. Right. <laughs>